0: Welcome to today's Sticks and Dirt Kidman Podcast, a Christian-based kids ministry broadcast for the family of teachers, volunteers, and light creative soul winners, sharing experience and experiments. And now, today's podcast. and Dirt Kidman Podcast. Look us up on our website at sndkidman.com. Right now? Right now. Right now. sndkidman.com. Pull out your phones, your tablets, your iPads, your laptops, your PCs, if it's in your back pocket. And look up sndkidman.com and go right to the now. products page and buy Make <laughs> Kidman Great Again hat or the Kidman office door sign and support us please yeah please (laughs) okay if not just watch us on instagram and facebook and uh all that good stuff so we're here today and we're gonna be talking about um what are we talking about today i don't know where's
1: your fancy papers
0: well like oh uh turf what's it called turf turf wars (laughs) turf wars there goes that ipad again snapping turf wars and kid men and uh, there's a lot to say today. So let's get started. And yeah, what was a test right there? Let's get started with our poke music and go around the table and introduce our players. To my left. He does our podjinks for us every time. He used to do three jokes for us. And he changed from quality to from quantity to quality. <laughs> I changed
1: both, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Quality> no, no. <laughs> and uh, he does not three jokes. Not four. Not four. Not one. Not one. Not zero. Yeah, he does something. Not five. <laughs> Definitely something. But two corny kids jokes for us on every, every, every episode. Every. And also, it makes it
1: exciting recently because there's a chance I might have said these jokes before.
0: Okay, but I doubt it. Some of these you make up yourself, occasionally. Sometimes I read them. Yeah, and sometimes you make up your own, which is awesome. So let's give a, a round of applause, everyone, for... What's your name again? Travis <laughs> Johnson! <laughs> I gotta get our crowd <laughs> over a here, too. And next joke. to him, funny joke. he is on a roll, as always. I have no idea what just happened to our music. Someone doesn't like polka. There it went. He is epi- He's so epic, he turns the power off on our iPads. The music stops because he needs no music for his introduction. <laughs> because he is so epic. And you know who I'm talking about. He's the one and only Jared, the epic Henry. Give it up for Jared.
2: Woo!
0: <laughs> and he, he, see, he keeps stopping the music again. I don't oh, know what's causing that. Yeah. Well, yeah, there it goes. There we go. And yeah, yeah, there we go. some static electricity. It is a static electricity. Jared, calm down. You're, you're blowing things <laughs> up right here. And next uh, to Jared, we we'll have to be really, really quiet. She's holding a baby, a sleeping baby boy. Baby Justice, my grandbaby, Justice Binge, is being held by his mother behind the purple microphone. Let's give it up for
2: Taylor Binge.
0: And next to Taylor, <laughs> now we can be loud now, right? Right. And uh, next to Taylor, he comes in here and helps us out with our uh, engineering and our soundboard and all that kind of cool stuff. He's striking an Atlas pose right now, like he did last time. <laughs> there he goes. Look at him. Awesome. Awesome eyes. face. Let's give it up for Ethan Wiles. And he's back. I'm only from- here for a while. Only here for a while. Oh. Uh-huh. That's a All good right. one. That's, yeah. that's one joke. That's one joke. Oh, that's well, that yeah, going to be one You gotta
1: subtra- If someone makes a joke, you have to subtract it from them.
0: Oh, I can't do design. that. That so. was a good one. <laughs> and next to him, he knows the Irish Kidman. He has connections to the Irish Kidman way over in Ireland. What's the name of that town again he's from? I forget.
3: Um, oh, man.
1: Ring-a-Skitty.
0: Ring-a-Skitty, Ireland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you Spaghetti. Ragu Spaghetti. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And he also has connections with uh, Donald Trump. Very he comes Italian in, and uh, they come in here once in a while and talk with us here. Uh, let's give it up for one only. No, we got. Wait, we need to build that up a little bit better. Because <laughs> you know he has his own crew here, his own audience yeah. here. All right? we'll have to build this up really good.
1: It traveled very far, ladies yeah. and gentlemen.
0: He knows and has connections with the Irish Kidman. Not only that, he knows and has connections with. Donald J. Trump. Jay? Yes. Is that right? Is that
1: Jay? Is that right? Okay. He would know.
0: He's the one and only right here today. Please give a great, big, warm welcome for the one and only Andrew the Griever. Good to have you today, Andrew. Calm down. Thanks, man. Awesome. Yeah, they're riled up by back every time. <laughs> every time. And one and only, you probably can't see him. He's actually operating some video equipment that we're trying to work with here. Wait, but who? And, uh, yes. Trying to uh, test some video equipment today. So hopefully after this, you get this podcast, you'll see a video of our podcast. And a lot of cords. Works. Yeah, oh. a lot of cords. A little bitty cameras I'm, everywhere and I'm stuff. Af- I'm afraid to stand up because I don't want to trip. I know it. And so if there's technical difficulties, it's, you know, we've been doing a lot of work in here uh setting stuff up so this is all trial and error for us uh you can't see him but let's give it up for one and only justin binge <laughs> oh, my name dark yes here. plus it's dark in here still <laughs> my name is randy mockaby and we're the D kidman podcast team so here we go go team all right um anybody got anything to say before we get started today
1: well, I, I'll say so. We, yeah. Maybe I'll save it for Toy Box. I'll save it for Toy Box.
0: Save it for Toy Let's Box? Let's get it, yeah. Okay. I hear you. Anything else? All right. It's hot in here. It is hot in here, yes. yes. And I can barely hear her. I can't hear her at all in purple. I can't hear Justice either. Yeah. <laughs> consider
2: it a good
0: thing. Uh, consider it a good thing. Okay, you're picking up on the uh, garage band, so as long as you're there, you're good as far as okay. that goes. So, All right. I can just narrate everything she says. We're going to talk about Turf Wars Live action today. subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> and in Spanish. Um, we've got like five or six things here we want to talk about, things that come and uh, challenge you in kid ministry. We've talked about it before. Now, should we always talk about uh, our problems uh, in podcast forums? Well, I think we should. I mean, think with me here for a second. There's only probably two genres of things that we talk about in kid ministry. One is we, we talk about issues that we face as kid ministers and – you know, um, uh, with kids as well. But on the other side, we talk about all the good stuff. We talk about some neat ideas and, and, uh, we talk about, uh, our brainstorming and, and, uh, making progress and making growth and, and doing that kind of thing. So I think, yes, it's very important that we do talk about, um, issues in kid ministry. Uh, we face these things and we, uh, need help from each other. And now some of us has experienced all this stuff and some of us haven't, uh, and there's a lot more things we can talk about on this topic, again, as usual. But um, we're going to go through some things here. I've, I've enabled, uh, labeled these, uh, uh, I guess, items here as like a gang member. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you catch the little names I gave you guys? I did. All right. So it's turf war, so it's a battle. These things, these are issues that we face in kid ministry. Um, and, nothing, you know, I'm sure you can't say enough about a lot of this stuff, but we're going to talk about some of it again today. And we'll go around the table here. Travis is going to be first. I'm going to yeah. give you guys the drum roll, classic drum roll, and then the random. And sound. give you a random sound effect, and you just tell us your uh, little a gang member there that we're facing. So with. this
1: gang member fighting us? Sometimes they fight to... us.
0: Yes, sometimes oh. they fight us in kid ministry.
2: That's true. I took this the whole direction. <laughs> I may
0: have as well. But I don't sometimes know. it does. Yeah, you know, This thing can this thing can work against us, and can, and it can be good for us either way. Before us or against us. Yeah. So sometimes you know, I look at it as sometimes it's uh, uh, some of these things can work against us a lot. If we take it the wrong way, if we look at the wrong perspective, uh, it can work against us. But whatever you come up with, I just gave them uh, this little uh, uh, gang name here to label our issue. And uh, they're going to run with it. And uh, we'll kind of kind of interject some thoughts. I know it is warm in here. It is warm. Okay. All right. Let's go to number one with Travis. That's me. Yes. It's twabbit season. Was that, was that it? That was it. It was a saxophone, yeah. That's all that was? Yep. The rising saxophone. All right.
1: My gang member, I guess you'd say, is the numbers goon. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey!
0: <laughs> Jared, would you please? Jared,
1: calm down, <laughs> man. <laughs>
0: Jared, this is a kid ministry. Jared Jar. Uh, pause <laughs> the Jared Jar. Podcast edit, maybe? Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Folks, we cannot, we cannot have no one listen to that. Podcast, Podcast edit. <laughs> Can you please do that, like every time. <laughs> take it out of there so no one hears that. That was messed up. All right.
1: The, the numbers so, goon. Yeah, the numbers goon, I guess he wants to take... Um, all the kids away and he he wants um more kids for his church i guess is that what you're trying to say
0: me no that's what you're
1: trying to say well but i i was confused Well, i was thinking... go ahead just give us what you got it's, um so talking about attendance mm-hmm. of of kid of uh kids church so i was thinking it's it's more of growth than numbers so um good i uh I was thinking you. It's better to have growth like in your kids' church, as as opposed to just random people all the time coming and going and coming and going. But you need like like a set of a um, core group, a core group of people to help with the other people to come in, and that way, once new people do come in, they would help have it be a helping hand and and teaching those people, those kids, I should say, and um, help them stay around. Okay. So um, let me see the Bible verse I picked for this.
0: Well you look for your Bible verse, I, I've always heard this down through the years. and When I first started going to church as a teenager, um, I mean, after I really got in church, and church got into me as a teenager, I had a pastor that always said, um, never look at numbers, um, at, you know, as your goal, but she said um, numbers represent souls. Yeah. And so I guess in a way numbers is a good thing um, to look at, but we can't solely rely on, focus on the, the tenants and numbers that we have, I right. guess. So go ahead. Get so your
1: the Bible verse I, I found was Ephesians 4, uh, 12. And um, I think it's, it's our goal uh, the verse says, to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. So like, like we said, the core kids that we have, we can equip them more, and that's the kind of growth. And then once we get that growth established, then we can start seeing better numbers and more attendance because we have that, that group growing in the Lord and, and helping others along the way. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's much like your joke section
4: pretty You're much focus on
0: quality quality not, yeah. Quality. Yeah. The children, exactly. not yeah. quantity exactly yep. um the bible says i found one uh says that we know a tree by its fruit as in matthew chapter 7 and that we know the fruit that we're looking for um i guess that fruit kind of represents the number i guess in a way uh, i guess so whenever people see that your kids church is growing uh, and, and they look at that. That's the face value. They look at the numbers. Yeah. And so they figure that you're growing, but at the same time, we can't let that get to our head. Like if we run what, 18, 20 kids, something like that yeah. here. If let's say all of a sudden we had a, a, a windfall of double the kids and all of a sudden, you know, in the next two, three weeks, our attendance of children doubled and we're hitting 40 or 50 or 60 kids or whatever. Um, That's easy, you know. We feel proud of ourselves and we feel like, hey, God's a blessing and good things are happening. But that numbers goon can work against us and, you know, and get into our heads. And we think that we've achieved and we've made that go, that we've arrived, I guess, because we've got X amount of kids now and we know what we're doing. When that's not really it, we, I believe, when children and kids come into our kids' church, God's telling us that we're at the point to handle these kids to disciple them and to, you know, create a spiritual growth there amongst them. And so he gives that to us, you know, whether if it's one or two kids at a time, a onesie or twosie, or if we get a whole family of five kids that come in. And then uh, uh, I believe that's a sign that, you know, God is telling us, hey, you guys are doing great. Here's some more responsibility. You can disciple these kids and work with these. But I don't think God will put too much more on us than we can bear. Um, I don't think he's going to give us a bunch of kids, and if we're not able to handle them and uh, disciple them and work with them right, I don't think God's going to send them our way. So it's not just, um, you know, getting them here. We have to be ready ourselves to play with the numbers thing. It's great to have big numbers, but we've got to know how to handle what's given to us when the when the kids do come in. So when that one new kid comes in, a new family, isn't your – yeah,
1: or my cousin? cousin
0: just started coming. They they um they
1: live in another town, so they um their family actually had a church and
0: where you guys live in Fairmont. Oh okay. And uh and they decided to come here. They got what, three kids. Three kids. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they felt the move to come here. So um, Connect staff, let's you know, hey, God's given that, let's not blow this. Let's disciple these kids. You know he's given them to us, so um, they just start coming, so look at it that way. You know, not, we can't just look at it and say, "Hey, there's three more kids, Hey, we got more kids in our kids church. Yay, look what we've done." no
1: and they have they have a very strong uh, influence at home and, and they're able to help. Good the other Christian kids. parents, yeah,
0: yeah, so're they're, they're ready to go, jump in there, help us out. Awesome. Anybody else to add about uh, the numbers?
4: Uh, one thing with numbers. Just because there's more, it doesn't mean it's better. I mean, the rare, more rare it is, the more expensive it is when it comes mm-hmm. to objects, and so if you have fewer numbers in your children's church, you have an opportunity to spend more time with each kid, and mm-hmm. you're making more of an impact in their life.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of small towns, small churches where they got five or six kids, or ten at the most, and uh, it's just... It's just a small area, and that's about all they can generate. It doesn't mean God's not saying you can't handle it. It's just you're just it's the environment around you is a is a uh, factor. Yeah, yeah. You know, of course, you get in a bigger city. Yeah, we should be getting more, but at the same time, that's a responsibility on our part to grow. i not just have a big kids' church, but uh, yeah, there's all kinds of factors that take place into that as well. So, all right, let's move along to uh, number two. I think Andrew's going to be up next.
1: like that one better travis that was longer than my my saxophone
0: oh well sorry
1: well get here give me a bad one to make him feel
3: better
0: okay <laughs> uh i'll do the uh drum roll again
1: <laughs> is that better that's still longer than that. One. <laughs> was that Godzilla? No, that was a toilet flush. <laughs> it's a very violent toilet flush. <laughs> Depends on what you're flushing. Did Godzilla just get flushed?
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, there we go. That'll work.
1: He came from
4: the
3: water.
0: He did. This is true. All right, Andrew, which one's yours? What do you got? Uh,
3: okay. I got the rowdy routine. Justice said something to me. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got the rowdy routine, getting into a routine slash rut where you just go with the flow and do the same all, same all every single week or every single day of your life. Reach it. Um, you know, do, I mean, obviously some routines are obviously good, you know, like showering and <laughs> brushing your teeth. I'm doing it all wrong. Good routines. Good. I'm not saying routines are bad. You're good routines. Every day?
0: <laughs> that sounds exhausting. <laughs>
3: hey, sometimes multiple times a day.
1: What? Yeah.
0: yeah. Quit it. No, I'm serious. Hey, when I was a teenager, I had to hit two or three a day. I sweated a lot. <laughs> I couldn't stand myself. Go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, so um, routines can be bad, um, can be good also. But the uh, the main focus is the bad routines that you can get in as a kid's church or honestly just a church in general. Um, doing the same thing over and over again to the point where um, even if you don't like it that much, you've been doing it for so long that if you try to change it, people are going to get upset because that's what they've always known. Mm-hmm. Um, so just constantly, like never adding anything new to the schedule on kids church, never adding anything new, um, new events or anything. You just have the same events every single year all the time. Oh, well, February of 2037, we're going to have a spaghetti dinner. (laughs) I mean, like that.
2: The last
0: 21 years. Exactly,
3: yeah. Doing that stuff can lead to a lot of problems. Number one, you don't feel as if it's um, important to you anymore. Like it's it's just a routine. You're just doing it. You're just going through the motions. You show up to Kids Church, you do the same thing. You sit down, you listen, then you play, and then you pray, whatever, and then you go home. It's a routine. Pretty soon you realize, you know, where the ending is. You know whenever it's going to end, so you focus on that ending. Mm-hmm. You realize, okay, well, I just have to get through these three more things, and then I'll be done. So I mean, that, That's what school is for me.
0: Yeah. I and mean, I focus. <laughs> yeah. I'm like,
3: all right, I got three more periods, then I'm out. I'm done. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're adding different stuff, you know, every couple weeks or even every couple months, you know, the kids are going to be like, oh, okay, well, this is different. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe I need to pay more attention and find out what's going to happen. Um, and then also like as a whole church, like, are you going to be a battleship church or a cruise, cruise ship church? Woo. You're going to sit there and have a vacation. Are you actually going to do something working, you know, and working in the kingdom of God and doing stuff like that? Like, yeah, some routines are good. You know, like praying in your kid's church is a very good routine to have every single week, no matter what. But mix up everything else. Don't get in a constant routine of, this is what we do. If you don't like it, get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if you want to
4: keep the same things you have in your routine, just switch up the order. Yeah, you can even way. do that.
5: Yeah,
0: as simple as that. And a yeah, curveball. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. Um, uh, your school. Your school has a routine, and your job has a routine. You really can't get out of that. Right. But when you're in kid ministry, you know if you're, you know, you can change things. That's up why no one likes
1: to go to school or work.
0: If, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, it's you the same old routine. You don't have so. any. You don't have any
3: free range unless yeah. you're the boss or the teacher. Mm-hmm. Or a
0: chicken during that five day, <laughs> five days a week. Now, a kids' church, you, you know, it's once a week or twice a week or whatever midweek service. Um, you can change that routine up every so often. It's good not just for kids; it's good for the staff. You know, people like change too. I mean, I do. Yeah. I like seeing new stuff. I like watching you guys. Come up with new ideas and all that kind of thing. So, changing things up in routine is great. There's a lot of kidmin churches out there that have been going and going and going and doing and doing and doing for years, and it seems like they're just really getting way up there uh, and, and getting a lot of attention, a lot of uh, uh, Instagram time, and stuff. And are they really discipling their kids? <laughs> yeah. And you know, if they're not getting, you know, discipling those kids, you know, you're just another entertainment facility i guess i don't know yeah yeah and you know we're, we're here a, to you're master. another babysitter yeah baby yeah, you're center.
3: just a you're just so. a, a place going through the motions of what it looks like mm-hmm. to be a church not actually being a church
0: yeah because there, there's yeah. a point to where when we're in that kid ministry that we have to get on the, with these kids you know eye to eye and let them know that there's adults there that like them yeah. you know and we care for them and that we are serving a purpose there we don't want to be in a routine just to say hey thanks for coming and see you next time you know, we really love you guys, and we want to see Jesus in you guys. And this is why we teach the Bible. We want this to be imparted into you. And so that's, that's why we're doing that. And getting out of the routine to mess, you know, mix things up, segments and stuff, do uh, we do it all the time? We really do. So um, anything else?
1: Any comments on the, the definition of insanity is repeating the same action over and over, expecting a different result.
0: Very good. Exactly. So a routine could be equivalent to insanity.
3: Yeah, praying the same prayer over and over and over again and expecting multiple things to happen at this, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now, if I started praying a prayer a certain way and stuff really started to happen, I'd keep saying it, praying that same <laughs> prayer if it was still responding, <laughs> right, right. but if it wasn't True. working, I need to change up. Right. I need a bit more passionate, change, change uh, directive there a little bit. Awesome, very good. All right, let's go on to number three. Um... Taylor, you ready for this?
2: I'm gonna try.
0: She's gonna try because she got the baby, and he has got the hiccups over oh. there. And uh, but he he's doing good. Number three. What is that? The a ratchet maker. Yeah, a little toy ratchet. Yeah, yeah. Right, noise noisemaker. That's yep. longer than mine too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
5: That's, that's all he got out of that
2: so <laughs> I took mine the opposite way, did it kind of as a good thing um some people might just not agree, but uh I chose the curric- or i had the curriculum killer oh. i'm not I'm not a fan of curriculums. I like just kind of um going at your own pace, coming mm-hmm. up with your own ideas, but that's not to say that curriculums aren't bad, but they just so Curriculums can be a little late to the party. It's not their fault because they can't tell the future. They can't tell what's going to become a trend. Um, but, like, we're starting... Or we just went and seen the Lego movie, and we came up with all these ideas for Lego movie stuff. And if you were to wait for a curriculum to come out for that, it might be a little bit past mm-hmm. you can come up with your own thing. Um so I like staying away from curriculums, but they do offer good things. Um, they can give you something easy um, whenever you're needing to. Um, they can give you guidance whenever you want something specific that you want to teach. They can offer direction in the right, towards the right way, and then you can customize it, which is a one of my management tools that I chose for my thing is customization. You can take a curriculum, and you can just customize it to fit what you feel that your kids need to be taught on that particular Sunday.
4: Uh Uh-huh.
2: And then I found a verse. I chose Proverbs 3 and 6. Uh, In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Mm -hmm. So if you really pray over your lesson... Um, you can be guided whether you should just follow the curriculum because that's exactly what the kids need to hear, or you can customize it, give your own little spin to it as well.
0: Awesome. Ethan, you have something to say? or Oh, he's, oh, he's getting the water over there. Um, I like, yeah, I think uh, embracing the vision, again, for discipleship will lead you into a lesson. And what she was saying, uh, the curriculum gives us a framework to go by And there's nothing wrong with it. We've used it before. Um, I haven't used it in a long time because we just have too much creativity here. We're blessed with a team that's creative, and we like creating our own stuff, and we like to be on top of it. And when something fresh comes out there that kids like, we like extracting from that and doing parallels with it as much as we possibly can. And um, I guess when you embrace a vision for discipleship, that kind of just generates your own curriculum in a way. When you're really into the kid ministry and uh, you're just, like, gung-ho for it, you, you look for that kind of stuff. You yearn for it uh, to make it happen, and you, and you step aside from plug-and-play stuff. And, uh, again, it's, it's not a downplay on curriculum at all, you know, because a lot of people need it. When you've got a small church, again, I like referring to small churches because that's a majority of our kids' churches are, are small facilities. And you're looking at people who work full-time jobs, And it's only them and their spouse, or them and maybe one more person. A lot of times, running this whole thing. You got churches that are uh, uh, renting out facilities to where they have to set up their kids' church every Sunday morning, take it down in the afternoon. Every week, they take it up and take it down. So you got all that involved in there, and that curriculum is key and vital to them. They need that and they rely on it and they run with it and they have to because they they are so overwhelmed with managing everything. And that's when it's good. But when you uh, have the opportunity to, uh, even when you're involved in a a, a situation like that, uh, whenever, and I want to encourage someone out there, that if if you feel inspired to make your own lesson up, you know, whether it's going to be a month down the road or for this coming Sunday, you know, stop your curriculum and and get out of that box and, and go that direction. Because apparently, the way I feel about it, when you do that, that's true ministry. God, I think it's same God is trying to say, "Hey, there's a certain thing I want you to say, and this message I'm going to give you will reach this child in a certain special way this Sunday." And so you stop the brakes and you change up a little bit, or you add to it or whatever, and, and you create something different, and and you and you follow that vision to help disciple that child because you just never know. Bringing you know something in like that, or, and letting God move upon you to do something simple, and sometimes we think doing this stuff is, is not ordained of God, but well, I believe it is. Whenever God says, hey, get that toy and teach on that, or, or, or talk about this cartoon, you know, make it relevant to them, because uh, it does work, you know, when you can, and you can, you can make it happen, and um, um, yeah, a curriculum can be a killer to us if we let it keep us in a routine, the Bible says uh, that
4: God's voice is often a still, small voice.
0: So, yes.
4: I mean, go by all means, go off your curriculum. Mm-hmm. But if you have the faintest inkling of, hey, maybe I could do this, or maybe I could edit this, or maybe I should skip the exactly. next week's lesson instead of doing this week's lesson,
3: do it. Switch things up.
0: Exactly. Don't, really.
3: e- don't even like go off of your curriculum. Just add to it. Yeah. Like add your own stuff to it. Like if it doesn't have any props or a, um some type of skit, add it if you think, you know, if you think of it. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we got our our toy uh story theme coming up and we have all this all this curriculum written out. Um so we have for an example, we have um well we have a toy and then we have a story to go with it. So we have a stuffed animal, and then the story that we gave it is the story of Job. And so um, but if you feel like a stuffed animal could better represent another story, like you can go Noah's Ark, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well,
3: technically every animal would fall into that category. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that many stuffed animals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a small, little change like that, and and the reason we I called it the curriculum killer is because sometimes we get that curriculum and we go letter for letter, and you're reading, and that's one thing I personally hate is reading verbatim out of a book. That yeah. is uh, boring: than everyone. Like, That really kills, and you're
5: and you're less passionate about it because it's not like yours. It's pattern and it's routine. But if it was yours and you came up with it, you'd be like passionate, right? Yeah, like boom. Like for instance, um,
3: history classes in school. My freshman year, world history. We read from the book every single day. Did questions in the book every single day. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. It was so boring. No one ever cared about
5: it. Death by PowerPoint. (laughs)
3: But basically, um, (laughs) my uh, history teacher last year. Um, he didn't use any type of textbook at all whatsoever. He only used notes that he wrote down whenever he was in college. You can tell the book is yellow, like the paper. Wow, nice. the pages on the book, <laughs> the pages on his notebook are yellow. That's how old it is. One of those trendy um, teachers. Thirty books out the window. Let me
1: stand on this table.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And he and he just walks up and down the classroom, and he just he literally just tells you the story of American history. He teaches from the heart. class, yeah. He he tells you, and it's not like. Back in this day, this president did this. No, like, he uses yeah. all different types of stories and analogies, and that's what people, like, care about and listen. That's what they listen to is whenever you put your own twist on a, you know, classic story.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Jared's being passionate over here, too, at the same time. How's <laughs> going? Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, great points on that. Um, like, like, you know, like I said, comes not a bad thing. It's just don't let it detain you from being creative and and you know making a change or whatever you're not out of the will of god if you like you guys said add a little something to that curriculum or take away and replace it with something else you're not out of the will of god you're, no. you're just not it's it's a good tool when you use that curriculum tool right it's very beneficial if you feel
1: led by it, you might be more in the will of god
0: yeah exactly and uh, everything you guys said was just so legit you know when you're Comes from your heart. You own it. You're more, yeah. You're more passionate about it. So, uh, very good. All right, let's move on to the next one here. I think uh, Jared's going to be next. Oh, great. (laughs) Travis
4: do the rooster horn. Oh, (laughs) bars.
3: What was that? It's called a cartoon crash. Wait, we need to put a new sound effect in every time we introduce Jared. It's just.
5: <laughs> you know, Chandler made a dubstep remix to my laugh. We need to get that. Oh, we need to see that. We need to get that. All right, Wait, what you got, Jared? I got the burnout bandit. Woo-hoo. Uh, Adam Cowboy, so, <laughs> smoke them tires. <laughs> so without getting get a in, dog, little loggy. Sorry, am, I, am I talking right
4: now? Yeah. I guess you are. There's a snake Jared. in my boot. <laughs> somebody pours in the water and hole. <laughs> <laughs> Reach ahead, for Jared. the All sky.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm trying to shoot that rabbit there for you, Jared. Here we go.
5: Okay. Uh, in, in, without getting into detail, in my experience, when I was facing burnout, what I needed was drastic change. Okay? Now, obviously, every situation is different. And if you're, like, on a team and if you're in charge of something, I'm not telling you to just go and leave. <laughs> because you feel bummed out or something but um sometimes you you don't have to ch- a drastic change you don't need a drastic change sometimes but sometimes you just need little changes uh maybe try things new things in your ministry like i i me and andrew kind of got on the same thing like uh because it's so easy to get caught up in a system or a routine mm-hmm. and it could help you your spirit if you you know change something up and even in your personal life like do something different, read a book, go to the gym, like do different things you know uh, for the verse I got uh, matthew eleven twenty eight it says "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest so one one of the things that I was thinking about uh, having responsibilities and like obligations you know can make you really busy, and so it, it's hard for you to have like personal study, personal devotion, and reflection as well. When you're a leader, because you're so busy trying to f- pour into other people, mm-hmm. that sometimes you know you you probably need you need the same amount of pouring into yourself. Yeah. So it's easy to neglect yourself when you're trying to pour into other people. So which can make which can easily burn you out because you're not getting any substance. So um, just take time if you can. What you should you know if you're a Christian anyway, you should take time to to be at the feet of
0: Jesus. Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, he was saying just uh, that moment of you getting away and have a, a moment of solitude between you and God is probably one of the better things you can do. Is as, as um, working in Kidman and pulling yourself out. I if you you can keep working
4: in Kidman and still take a break from burnout. Like this past year, we did not do a BBS, mm-hmm. yep. but but the three years before that, we went. Hard on bbs I mean, we had over two hundred kids come to see our bbs but we we just needed a break. We couldn't do it all that much. And and, uh, honestly, I don't think the kids really even missed it. Like, I'm sure they 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 missed missed it, but it wasn't upsetting to them, right? And like. We still continued in all of our ministry, And we're still here. And we did all these other things. All of our kids are still here. Mm-hmm.
0: But it gave
4: us a chance to rest.
0: Right. Yeah, because some of those VBSs, and I know you guys have done these big passion plays before in the past. I know them things are exhausting. You know, and they take it out of you. and kid ministry is um, one of them things that it takes a lot. Financially, it takes a lot you know, of your stamina and your effort and your time. And it does that. Um, I think to avoid burnout, also, not only taking those times of rest, but a meaning, meaningful uh, duties, meaningful work. Do things that mean something to you. And I've said this before. I try my best not to make anyone on our volunteer staff do something they don't like to do. I try to put them where something that they like to do, which means that means something to them. What do they like to do? I like to put them in that spot and and let them work. So that means something more to them, and they get more passionate. They they enjoy it better. If I put everyone in a position that they don't want to do, don't feel comfortable doing, everyone's going to feel like no one feels comfortable doing this. We're all going to feel awkward. And so, um, yeah, always, you know, take that time. If you're getting burnt out, talk to your kidney leader, talk to the pastor. uh, Review what, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? You might be missing something. You know, other
5: thing, too, like for me, though, was like sometimes burnout can be like a God thing, mm-hmm. you know, kind of telling you, hey, maybe, it's, you know, like it's time to go try something else, you know.
0: That's true. It's time. Actually, that's what it was. Because the Bible says he makes us lay down. I still waters. He maketh me lie down. And God said, here, stop a minute, sit down, take a breather. And um, I faced that. I, honestly, I'll be honest with you, I, a couple years ago when I had my heart attack and all that stuff, uh, that's when things started change around for me and I became, um, I'm still kind of in that phase a little bit. Uh, but back then after I was coming through all that stuff, things stopped and my life changed and I didn't know it wasn't really burnout, but I was upset a lot, lost a lot of stuff and, uh, confused about what was going on. And I thought maybe I was getting burned out and i thought, no. And I thought, you know, maybe God's just trying to show me something like you said trying to do, change things up for me, and I believe that's what it was, and it, um, you know, still lingers a little bit, and I, and I, and to be honest with you, a lot of things, uh, in the last couple years, um, I was like, I was ready just to walk away, you know, the things that was happening, which I'm not going into, but, um, to be honest with you, the podcast has helped me out a ton of all silly things, you know, it's kind of helped me keep the fire going with it, and, uh, Doing this, getting with you guys has helped me out a bunch in that regards. So maybe the whole thing is, you know, like we're doing now, I'm getting Travis and Alexa and Ethan and Katie kind of up in front a little bit more, and I'm focusing more on this over here with the podcast and stuff. Maybe all that was to shift, make this shift. I mean, it was going to go there eventually because I wanted to, I like utilizing people who want to do something, and maybe it's God's way of saying this is the time to do it, and he had to get my attention to do that. I don't know. So because here we are doing this and um um i love doing the podcast you guys it's, it's fun and uh it, it really it helps me out to be honest with you so but um didn't we really plan on saying that but there it is so anything else about uh burnout we all we all experience that at some point or the other we get it wait wait till you get you guys are what in your 20s anyone yes. here over anyone here 30 yet yeah yeah you are not. <laughs> um, are you? You're not. You're 27. Yeah. 31. <laughs> you are 31, aren't you? Yeah, that's, I'm 20. Are, are you really? Oh, I, you're 27. That's I it. had the first anniversary of my 30th birthday this year. That's a, yeah, year. I remember that. Yeah, you are 31. So what I was gonna say is, the older you get, not, I'm not trying to make things look glim, but uh, whenever you get older, you face things. You know, your body falls apart and and crazy stuff. Life happens. And that just compounds your stress or whatever and your burnout. And you think you should be at a certain point in your life when you get a certain age and you're not there. And that just compounds on anything you do in ministry. I have uh,
4: something to add as far as burnout. Uh, Most of our listeners probably don't know. I have a degree in sculpture. And uh, so anytime I I talk about burnout, normally it's... uh, in making a mold. So, like, if you're making a bronze sculpture, uh, most of the time you make it out of wax, and you pour your mold around it, and then you stick it in a burnout kiln. And what that kiln does, it burns up all the wax inside that mold so that you can pour your metal into it. And then you just break the mold open, and there's your metal. So wow. sometimes, you, sometimes you need to go through that burnout and able to get... All the wax, all the junk out and so you can pour your valuable metal in, your silver, your bronze, that's good stuff. Copper, whatever you're yeah. making. So you for everything there is a season, but you have to go through that burnout, that struggle in order to get your
0: good stuff in. That's that's fantastic, good. mate. That's good stuff.
3: Burnout can also be the plan of salvation.
0: Okay. Explain Think that. about it.
3: Burning out all the sin in your life. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, getting the coat of armor of God as the final
0: metal piece. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes that stuff could be a, a season for us to purge out. So, yeah, it's a good way to look at it. it. It is interesting. It is. It really is. Because We think of burnout. We think, it, we think about dropping out and just giving up and everything. Sometimes it's just a – it could be that. You never step know. Step in the right direction. It could be. All right. See the silver lining. All right, let's go on to uh, – is this our last one? That's me. All right. <laughs> Drum roll please. Ethan number 5.
5: Ring a ding ding.
0: Everyone's favorite. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I get to battle the budget buster. Oh wow. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> we need <laughs> one of those things, yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> ah! <laughs> That was
4: fake.
3: I thought he was do that, for killer, right? that was fake. <laughs> so I uh
4: my verse that I picked for this is uh Matthew six and thirty-three. And it's uh seek ye first the cho- the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added to you. So I came up with two ideas to battle and then a few bullet points within those ideas. I'm very organized. (laughs) Um, So my first thought on battling the budget buster is don't dump your investments. Um, I actually have a lot of investments in the stock market, but the thing that you need to realize in stocks and in children ministry is you've got to ride it out. Uh, when the Dow tumbles, investors empty their portfolios and that sends the whole market crashing. Because when there's an excess of stocks, everyone's stocks becomes
3: less valuable. Hence the Great Depression. Hashtag but, 1920s. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but
4: smart people buy when it's low. So if you just ride things out, if you're small church, or you're a dwindling congregation, just don't give up hope. Just hang on. It'll come back. It all comes in waves. So, underneath, don't dump your investments, is invest in your future. So, if you are losing kids, or you're losing your congregation, you just get the opportunity to pour more into your kids. And children's ministry is very important because children are the future congregation of the church. Mm-hmm. Right. Like a lot of people will, or some ministries will, if their population is dwindling, they'll look at children's ministry as a way to cut back in budget because
0: yeah, children,
4: children, children, yeah. don't pay tithes. Like, yeah, that's uh, so the first one get cut. Less. But. The children are the future of the church. So that is your...
0: They're going to be your tithes payers. Yeah, they
4: are going to be your <laughs> tithes payers. So it's important to realize that children's ministry is very important. And, I mean, just like the song, Jesus loves the little children. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't say, Jesus loves the tithes <laughs> like, that That's not a thing. So, yeah. Now, um, number two is simplify your ministry. Um, that's one way to deal with a tiny budget. Uh, right now, downsizing—that's that's the hip thing. What's the little Asian woman on uh, Netflix that everyone's really talking about? Down.
1: Marie Marie Kondo, I'm Marie mad. Kondo. I'm so mad. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I didn't. I I'm had so no good. clue what her name. I'm who so are you guys myself, talking but, about? Yeah. I'm so mad it, at myself.
4: It's, and like, I've never even seen that show. Before. Tiny House Hunters on HGTV. and oh. thing like downsizing yeah. is in. So you if, can if do that with min- your ministry. If it Minimalism. doesn't bring you joy.
3: If it doesn't bring you joy, I'm so mad it away. at myself. Yeah, I watched a video of a <laughs> of a family who lived on a school bus. Oh yeah. But, um, I almost cringe so hard I had to go to the hospital.
4: But downsizing is in, so like if you are on a budget, mm-hmm. be happy about it. Like work with what you got. You, you don't need to money. be negative. So the first thing to help with simplifying your ministry is because your budget is being slashed, you also need to slash your schedule. Do you really need 3 lock-ins or will one do for the year? Mhm. Or can you take a break? Can you afford to take a break from doing v v s this year? I mean, yeah. are your children going to suffer from that? Probably not, and th- they might not even notice. I mean, they will, but they won't complain about it.
1: Yeah, the one year we had a, a the year of rest. Remember that? We just we didn't do the normal things like the uh, um what was it the bazaar? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. we and cut out place, a lot of Spaghetti dinners and stuff like that. We just didn't do them.
4: And a lot of people look at that it's as, money, like, just because they don't have budget. But it can also be a break from the burnout. True. And if you're trying to put in a bunch of fundraisers to make up for the money, you're even more complicating your schedule. Yeah, Like, that calendar is going to book up really fast. And so... Instead of just doing, cutting your lock-ins from three to one, now you're going to do three lock-ins on the calendar, and you have eight fundraisers on top of that to pay for all those. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to burn out really quick doing that.
0: Yeah. So just downsize your activities or something like that. and make. Than, well, you we got so many resources online to look for. The ideas are just all out there. You just got to, you know, spend that time Some to look research. through them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, my favorite place to find stuff is s and d That is,
0: yeah. There's one episode particular. I don't know which one it is. Oh that, man, it talks 12. about some ideas like that. Between episode 11 uh, or
1: 48? I can't remember. Yeah. somewhere between there.
0: Yeah, one of those episodes. What's this one? Talks about that one? What's the, what number uh, is this? I think we're on 60 something.
1: Oh, 11 or 60 something? I can't remember. <laughs>
4: <laughs> my next bullet point here is uh, to retain thriftiness. What's so that? Like if that? you need. Props or something for your kidsmen. eBay. You go to eBay. You go to Goodwill. Go to Salvation Army. Dollar Tree. Spring is coming up. Yard sales. Ooh, that's my favorite. You can get all kinds. You can get, as my wife always says, you can buy anything for a dollar at a yard sale.
0: <laughs> that guy's excited. Even by. a gold bar. I mean, you it, might. If it's, if it's, if it's for really sale small. at a
4: yard sale, they'll probably part with it for a dollar. If it's a really small gold <laughs> bar, Action Comics number one. But <laughs> if it's at a yard sale, they'll probably but part. That with it. That last one you brought up—that's
0: my dream. That last one brought reminds me of the um, thought I had. It was learn to improvise, which is basically that. Yeah. And 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 I'm gonna present this question here. You guys have probably done this before, but I, I see people do this all the time, even today. Well, why would you go to? a restaurant, and order a large drink when there's free refills? Uh, Facts. (laughs) I mean, seriously, you buy a smaller drink and get your refills in a smaller cup. Why would you pay the $2 for a large drink when you can pay a dollar for a small one and get free refills either way? Because, Randy, it takes
3: energy to go up to the drink fountain. Yeah.
0: (laughs) that's Gosh. (laughs) Except when they're drive-through, but when you go inside and sit down, and
3: if you're on a road trip, you want that large so you can, you know, ride yeah. it out
0: for an hour. Or, or,
3: the or
5: theater, you mean? Because you don't want to have to get up and like walk
3: all the way back out to the lobby. Especially, to yeah, yeah. Especially if it's in the middle of an MCU movie. <laughs> I, I will. I'll i almost say just any movie. I will. I will pee my pants before I leave no. the theater. All
4: right. <laughs> I have. I have one more
3: book. One more point. Okay.
4: Before I was we get to say about,
1: about Goodwill how, go and then it. the Maria Kondo thing. There's been a big influx of people like getting rid of all their stuff because of that show you're talking about. So Goodwill, at this point, is probably your best
4: bet. <laughs> Actually, good,
1: Goodwill story before I give my last mm-hmm. bullet
4: point. Last week, my wife took, made me go to Goodwill. Maybe. I was not happy about it.
2: But I walked in,
4: <laughs> and I saw a bright blue pair of shoes Sitting on the shelf from all the way across the room, and I was like, "Those suckers look it's meant brand to be new." Like, like a like a romance movie. So so oh. I, I like made a beeline for them, and they were brand new Nikes, never oh. been worn, yeah. and they only wanted twenty bucks for them. So Ooh. I sold them on eBay for hundred and twenty bucks. Dang!
0: Hello. Now see that right there not only inspirational for it's just called a flip that, that you can do for yourself, but what if your Kidman team went out and did that? True, you know, went yeah. out and bought stuff as as your own fundraisers. And bought that's, stuff
4: that's a fundraiser that doesn't take very much time. True. Yeah.
0: And uh, bring stuff in, Commission commissioner everyone go out, buy something that you see valuable, that you can get cheap. You know, that's that's biblical. Take your talents and yeah. double it, bring it back. True. And uh, use it as a fundraiser.
4: All so, right. My last awesome. bullet point, and then I'll be done. Uh, learn to borrow. Larger churches are mm-hmm. a resource for smaller churches. I mean, we, we lend out all of our, we lend out most of our BBS stuff to other churches or we rent it for mm-hmm. cheap because we know that they can't afford to build all these things and we put so much into them that we might as well try and get a little bit back out of them if we can. Or give them away if they have or, to. Or, yeah, if nothing else, we give them away to try and help other churches. So if, if you're a small church, reach out to some of the bigger churches yeah. in your state or in your district or anywhere in your area. Even if they aren't the same, exactly the same religion as you, mm-hmm. they're still going to have BBS props.
0: Yeah, Like, everyone understand.
4: does BBS props. And I'm sure that they will help you out. We,
0: if, we are uh, literally... Doing that this Saturday, we have a church coming from a uh, pastor come from Cumberland, Maryland, while we're working here. And we're giving him some of our old foam cutout props that's been out here in storage and uh, couldn't sell them or anything, give them away. And I asked if they wanted, and they said, Oh, yeah, because they've seen them on the Facebook pages and stuff. I, nice. said, I said, Come pick them up Saturday, they're yours. So we're one of those places here in Morgantown, West Virginia, that if you're nearby, we got something that's just sitting back there collecting dust. Uh, you can use it. and, we, and we, brought, we bought our
3: props for our next VBS off of another church.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah. And, like, even if you don't know what that church has, if you don't follow them on Facebook or whatever, just get, give them a call. See if you can get it in yeah. contact with their youth pastor or whatever, and they might have something. If not, you wasted, what, five minutes? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ask them if it brings them joy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else on so the? Don't mad at myself. The budget buster. Good stuff. Budget buster. Budget buster. Hey, remind me to get us some Busted. pictures for the video for each of our segments. Like what? Remember, remind me to get some pictures <laughs> for the video. The transition to show. Oh yeah. Got gotcha. the segments. Wow. Like uh. Wow. Pod jinx. Wow! 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 to <laughs> get a picture of this. Yes. Yeah. Now, the moment
1: you've all been waiting for.
3: Use the picture it's you have for, for the fun, fantasy football James, league. Where a no. kids jokes so your your never picture roll. for the fantasy league. Uh,
1: Here is your Joy
3: filled just. It's it's your face photoshop on that guy.
1: Mana <laughs>
3: The fantasy football.
1: I don't remember. <laughs> that.
3: It's that guy
2: the- Oh yeah. And <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Travis Johnson. This is where I take my headphones off. Oh, my goodness.
1: He's
3: sitting seven inches from <laughs> you. You'll be able to
0: hear him either way.
1: Are you ready? Yes. I probably have said this before, but I can't ah, What are we forgetting? Oh.
0: What are we forgetting? The jokes? No. Oh. <laughs> we have to let the Our children. The
1: children. Hear. The children.
0: I don't like this. Who's, who's inviting the kids We're in? We're going to have to have
5: actual kids now because people...
0: <laughs> well, uh, they're, they're in the other studio. We don't have a, come on in, kids.
5: They're behind the two-way glass. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're behind me. We, we have a microphone
0: linked to another studio. Yeah, they're, well, they're behind me. All right, well, call the kids right. in. Come
3: on. <laughs> come on.
0: Travis. Watch, watch, watch. Here they come. Oh, Yay. Yeah. They tripped over the thing. Yay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready? We're ready. I pro- I've said this one. Are you I ready, know. kids? I, I, aye aye, Captain. Captain. So many sp- I can't hear you. So aye, many SpongeBob aye, Captain. <laughs> today. Not even here, but today and like at, throughout In the life. day, there's been a lot of SpongeBob references. Anyway, what? Maybe that's because you're wearing yellow. Am I? Oh, I guess I am. What is the fear of giants called? Giant phobia. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fear of giants. I've heard this before. I know. I think I've said it.
1: But do you remember? Is the thing?
0: I have a bad memory. So now it's just a memory game, not pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> <laughs> There's more out there. He'll find some. Oh yeah.
3: Triskaidekaphobia. I think it's What's the same that? question
0: Still on right? episode. We I, I think it was Steve 11 or, or 12 or 13. Not yeah. 14. No,
1: you don't have to listen to that one. 15. <laughs> 16. Maybe you should go
0: back and listen
1: to it. Might be 14 actually.
0: Or All right. 41. I remember now. Do, you say it. No, what's it? question again. What is the Fear of Giants called? It has to do with something with Fee-fi-fo-fum. It's
1: Fee-fi-phobia.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, it just dawned on me, but I didn't remember all of it. I can't do it. Okay.
1: Joke number two. He plays a straw better than kazoo. Oh. What, what do you get from a forgetful cow?
0: Now this one I'm not heard. A, what you, what you, a moo point.
1: What do you get from a forgetful cow? Mystery milk. Mystery. <laughs> 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 Is no one
3: catching these friends references I'm throwing out there? Oh God, I know. Know. a moo it's point. Your cow's opinion it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, it's just me. it's just moo. <laughs> well, Jared, no one was asking you. Look up look up something about Derrick Rose.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. One more time. I have no,
1: what? I dairy. <laughs> that's funny. That's not it. What is it? What did you say? She said utterly nothing. I is said, that right? Well, oh, that's wrong. Oh. Noke <laughs> <laughs> of amnesia.
0: You want
1: another one? Is it a cow one? I guess. Right, let's do another one. So? I don't know if I said this one. What or Why? Why do milking stools only have three legs?
0: I don't know. Tell me why. Because the
1: cows have the udder. <laughs> <laughs> elevator
5: music. <laughs>
3: yeah, I think that, that was... That got to be... music for that Come one on. there. Yeah. I think
4: that one was better than the first cow yeah.
2: joke.
1: <laughs> even, even though we laugh,
4: that's, that's got
1: to be a, elevator. That's the point of it. You laugh because it's so stupid. Hey,
0: see, when we play elevator music, you have to put the uh, please stand by... Photo on. We need one of those uh, test screen patterns for, for that right there. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on from that. Okay. Help me. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our last segment well, today okay. because we are uh, we've hit our hour. Get a picture of this. Yes. Let's go into toy box. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <room. Good>. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right.
3: We've had enough, ant man.
1: You're killing me. That sounds like putty.
0: Oh, yeah. Paul Rudd. You're killing me, yeah. You're killing me! Yeah, it does. It it? It could be. All right, anything for Toy Box? Roping game here. That means you can just kind of load up and fire away.
3: Ah, I'm triggered.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, nothing major. I just wanted to share this. Me and uh, my sister, we went up today to get um, one of her old... To um,
4: a pail of water. (laughs) <laughs> right Travis yeah. fell down and broke his crown
1: <laughs> now
4: and Amanda no. came tumbling after okay
1: but we went to get one of her former uh, foster kids that three year old that she she had recently uh-huh. she's real in good in contact with him so we went up to Fairmont to get him to get her and uh, when we were leaving we, we said we'd meet her at 4.30 and it was like 4.15 and Fairmont's like a half hour away if you're driving slow mm-hmm. which she does so she said, you know what? Let's g- I feel like I need to go check my, the air in my tires.
0: Like, oh. Wait, check the what? Air in her tires. <laughs>
4: what
0: was that? I'm, 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 I'm confused. Congo bongos. Congo bongos.
1: Those cowabongos? Those cowabongos. <laughs> cowabongos? What does that Dude. have to do with air and tires? Yeah. I just, it just felt right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, let's go get air. When you air know, and our you tires. know. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Even even if even because we were running late, she said, like, "I still so I feel like we need to get air in our tire in the tire." So I was like, "All right," we pulled over and waited for these college girls. That I had to help the college girls, and they had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> How but, do you uh, fill
4: up a tire? <laughs> I, was,
1: I was like, "Did you take the cap off?" She said, "Oh." <laughs> oh <my. laughs> This come with had, a freestyle They had the manual out and everything. they were trying to figure. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh, <laughs> That's no! That's the only reason I did it. Is Amanda was I in a have, hurry.
3: I wouldn't have helped. I would have videoed it and posted it on, on social media. <laughs>
1: Manda was in a hurry and she's like, "Go help them." And they had the. They were flipping no. through the manual frantically and. Everything. The oh. modern, like
3: the hair modern hair American <laughs> teenager. <laughs> this is why I say I'm thirty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we did that. We waited for them, and and we got air in the tires, and we went and got. Got the kid and everything. On the way back, we hit a lot of traffic. (gasps) And, yeah, right? (laughs) And then we find out there was, like, a tractor-trailer crash, like, a minute down the road. And I'm thinking, if we didn't stop to get air in our tires, that that was probably going to be – we would probably be involved in that. Dude. Yeah, I actually saw that (laughs) whenever I was
3: coming here. I was getting up on the interstate um, because I live down towards Fairmont. I was getting up the interstate, and they were actually pulling the truck um, off the road – and it was a pretty decent-sized 18-wheeler, and its entire cab but, was crushed. I got a
1: video of it. Yeah. But, yeah, Amanda said, I don't know what. Something told me we should just go get air in my tire, even though her, the, her tire gauge light has been on in her car for two months.
2: So that's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Something told her, though. Well, that's what told her that. That was the time to go get the air. Not two months ago, whenever it came on.
0: Not when you're pressed for time.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's all.
0: Hey, change gears here. Back to the kids' church new thing I don't know how doing. to change
1: gears. We have to get the
0: um, <laughs> The joy story, we're going to start teaching from a toy every Sunday. Right, 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 right. Did, uh, did you say you want to talk about that today in Toy Box well, I or saying, after we get started? Well, I
1: was, I was saying um, after every week we, we tell what the toy was and what the lesson we There
0: got. we go. Yeah, so. the Toy
1: Box segment.
0: We're starting that on March 3rd, our new Joy Story theme, and then... March 3rd, uh, yeah. Yeah, and after um, that, we're going to try to interject a little bit in Toy Box about um, uh, the toy that we talked about and kind of give a little parallel yep. a little teaser about what we did. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, Maybe first
1: one, I'm, I'm doing the first one. It's going to be Action Figure and Action Figure. For the first Sunday? Yeah, well, I think so.
0: Isn't that what we... Oh, whatever you want to. I think that's
1: what we talked about. But here's the thing. I need because we decided the kid is going to open the toy box and get the toy mm-hmm. out. I need an idea of something I could stick on the roof of it, of the toy box, so whenever like I can pretend I don't see it in the bottom of it, it's like sitting like on the roof of it. When you lift it up, like something sticky, like putty or some play Yeah. Or something.
0: So all kids get shocked. Yeah. yeah. Bubble, hey, gum. yeah. bubble gum. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm doing one. You don't, I'm, you I'm
1: don't use thing. bubble gum as a toy. <laughs>
0: It's not a toy. <laughs> I'm going to use. I'm, I'm doing the second week, and I'm putting something on the roof of the lid too. When they open the toy box, I already got it figured out. What is it? I, uh, your wife has it. She does. Yes. Remember, it? we talked about the yellies. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's not going to oh, be a Yelly. it's, um, uh, uh, it's going to be a real is. spider. Yeah. A tarantula. No, yeah, it's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be neat. What if? I'm what if? Do a Toy um, Story lesson off of
1: yellies. What if someone? I'm not going to say any names, but is really afraid of spiders. And, and I, I mean, he would not be able to stay in there when there's a spider. Who's that? I don't know. It's, it's just hyperfretical. <laughs> hypo- <laughs> hypo- <laughs> hypo- I, I wonder if we hypo- could rent a, <laughs> you rent a tarantula. You're a tarantula. <laughs> right? you probably good. probably
0: can. you probably good. I am out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out, too. <laughs> ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I, fake. I'd be for it.
0: Yeah. I'm for it. Let's do it. I'm again it. But anyway, yeah, look forward to the next few episodes. We'll start talking about our toy lessons and Toy Box. Very appropriate. So, anything else for Toy Box? I'm ready to go home and eat supper. Please. I got one. Eat I got too. one. Let's go.
3: Really quick, last thing, and then we'll end. It's okay to be a nerd, it's yeah. okay to be whatever you want to be. Tread but, carefully. But it is not okay. To stop at a yellow light, <laughs> if you're in front of me, when both of us could have made it through. Yes. That is not cool. If we stop at the yellow light, come to a complete stop, and then it turns red, n- no.
1: I had a driver's ed, yeah, You
3: teacher. don't need to have your driver's license. I had a driver's Get off the road. Teacher, he
1: said, he asked the class, what does yellow light mean? And everyone said, go he, fast. He said, he said <laughs> you need to stop. Or all the, all the kids said, you need to stop because there's a red light coming. He said, no, it just means you, there's a red light coming. You just need to get through it. Keep
3: going. <laughs> Keep don't down. stop until you see that red light. Right.
1: <gasps> yeah. That, I had that happen to me Whoa. the other day, and, oh,
3: I was so mad. Because mm, <laughs> I was late for something. Oh, you need to give up your car. It
1: doesn't bring you joy. <laughs> give I up know. people. They don't bring give me it joy. Give goodwill.
0: All right, let's get out of here, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time on S&D Kidman Talk Podcast. Thanks for listening once awesome. again and enduring us. Carol, take us out. Carol. Carol. Oh, there she is. I'm glad we had this time
3: together Cause it makes me feel that I belong Seems we just get started And before you know Yes, it's
2: time for me to sing. So long. Get out of here. Hey,
1: hey, get out of here. <laughs>